Grace and peace to you from God our Father and Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You are the salt of the earth. What does Jesus mean with these words? We know that this is a common phrase nowadays. And according to one de definition, it means that you are a very good person, an honest person, or a group of people is regarded as the finest of their kind. Salt of the earth in a company or in a public service are those who are talented, committed, hardworking, who do not seek their own benefit or promote one's own career, but unselfishly serve the common good. Are you one of those kind? Or even better, are you among Christians who others give name the salt of the earth? If I would call your relatives, neighbors or colleagues, would they with one voice testify, yes, he's genuine and wonderful Christian. Yes, he's pious, generous, loving Christian. What about this congregation? If I go around, knock the doors, and ask in this community, what do you say about Bethany Lutheran Church? Would I hear loud and clear, yes, south of this community, a beacon of light. The congregation really makes a difference for all of us here. If I had brought a box of t-shirts saying the salt of the earth and I would hand out them here now, would you come as first and receive that t-shirt? Or are you one among those who say, Lord, I would like to be among them. But I'm afraid I cannot live up to the name. So, dear friend, maybe you are here today and you want to find out how to become the salt of the earth. Maybe it's high time for you to learn the five steps to become salt of the earth. So are you ready to hear? Do you have pen and paper with you? Because I'm ready to tell you. Well, before we go to that road, let's go back to the words of Jesus. You are the salt of the earth. Does our Lord say, I wish you were the salt of the earth. I tell you how to become the salt of the earth. 
I promise that with the help of the Holy Spirit, you eventually, one day, will earn the T-shirt, the salt of the earth. No, he does not. You are. Our Lord states a fact, a present reality, a certain promise. If you are a Christian, you are the salt. He doesn't say you have the salt, but you are the salt of the, of the earth. Whether you like it or not, period. In a Lutheran Finnish baptismal agenda from the year 1549, it is written, the pastor puts salt into the mouth of the child and says, our good God has created you and enlightened you and give you salt of wisdom that leads you to life everlasting. Christ did not institute salt as means of grace, but baptism with word and water. However, this liturgical chest and symbol reminds us that to be a Christian, to be a baptized child of God, means to be the salt of, on this earth. It is a gift, but it is also a lifelong calling. So, does the word salt give you a positive or negative connotation? I read a website said, what's out for sneaky sodium? Greetings from American Heart Association. <laughs> we have been educated about the risks of the salt. In Western countries, we consume more than twice the recommended daily amount of salt, which can cause heart failure, high blood pressure, and stroke. Our good Lord is not talking about salt as a health issue. All his listeners on this sermon on the mountain understood salt to be something precious and vital for living. It was highly valued commodity. Salt was using for seasoning food, but also for purification. And when there were no refrigerators, salt was the means to preserve especially meat. So it was a necessity in life. Salt had also several meanings. It was a sign of loyalty. We read in the book of Ezra that when the adversities of Judah wanted to stop rebuilding the temple, they sent a letter to King Cyrus saying, because we eat the salt of the palace, therefore we inform the king. Salt was linked with friendship, covenant, and wisdom. St. Paul writes, let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt. So is Jesus saying that we as Christians should add some flavor around us? Well, many, at least in Finland, have nothing against it. 
Please give us some Christian heritage, religious nostalgia, and warm, joyous feelings. Season our holidays with some taste, little bits of faith, hope, and love. I'm all for Christian culture, beauty, and solemnity of our heritage. But dear friends, Christ is not a flavor in our life. He is our life. To be salt on the earth is to live in Christ and to bring his word, his life and light into this decaying world. But the question of salt or light starts always what we are in him, not what we do through him. Being proceeds doing. Salt does not need to add any ingredients to become salty. Christian does not need to become a super-Christian, but only to live in Christ and his mercy, to hear him speak the life-giving words, to receive his body and blood, and to receive with gratitude all what he decides to give us daily basis out of his divine goodness. So ask yourself, what are the flavors of this world compared to sweetness of Christ? What is friendship of this decaying world compared to Christ and his eternal love? What is wisdom of this age compared to wisdom of God, crucified for my sake. When we live in Christ, we are also sent through him to serve in his mission and works of mercy. And what is this service? All the Jews who listened to the sermon knew how salt was used also in religious setting, namely all the sacrifices in the temple were salted. In the book of Leviticus, it says, you shall season all your grain offerings with salt. You shall not let the salt of your covenant with your God be missing from your grain offering. With all your offerings, you shall offer salt. So maybe Jesus had here a deeper meaning. Yes, you are salted to become a sacrifice to God in this world. Christ offered himself as an atoning sacrifice for all of us. His sacrificial blood cleanses us from all sin. We cannot add anything to his sacrifice except one thing, we offer ourselves as sacrifice of thanksgiving. St. Paul writes in Romans, present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. 
And then he continues, do not be confirmed to this world. He's saying the same what Jesus had said. Be the salt of this earth. And if you confirm, if you become tasteless, you are not good for anything. So dear friend, whatever your vocation is, wherever you have been placed by God, you are called nothing more and nothing less than to be a Christian, to live in Christ, in His words, in love and truth. So how is this salt received then in this world? When we read the text, the immediate context of these words, the Sermon on the Mountain, is these words. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you. You are the salt of the earth. Does this world and its ruler want us to share Christ's salt of covenant and friendship? No. Does this corrupt world want to receive purifying salt? No. Does our sinful nature want to have salt wrapped into our self-inflicted wounds? No. Stop that. Go away. So, dear friend, either you have to confirm to the flavors and norms of this present evil age, like so many Christians and so many churches have decided to do. And thus they are safe, tasteless, but safe. Or you are thrown away and trampled by this world, that is, you face hostility and persecution. Do you know that at the moment there are about 360 million Christians who face today oppression and even persecution? Why? Because they confess Christ and His Word. Some of them are even ready to sacrifice their good name, their job, their livelihood, their friendship, even family relations, and even their lives. Why? Because they have found truth, love, and mercy in Christ Jesus. I read once about a Christian lady in a communist country. I think it was 1960s or 70s. She had had a little business of her own, of course, which was taken away by the government. Then he was in an interrogation by the secret police, and she was told many times to deny Christ and leave this superstitious faith and put her trust in the communist ideology, Lenin and Marx, and so forth. And she said, yes, I'm willing to do that. Yeah, that's okay. But I'm a businesswoman. If you can make me a better offer, I'm glad to accept it. Jesus Christ has forgiven me all my sins. I have a good conscience 
and a life everlasting. So what more can you offer to me? Yes, what more can this world offer to you? I don't know how things are in your life, but there's a growing hostility towards Christians. So the slogan, Christianity without tears, has never been true, and it is certainly over in the Western countries as well. The more our culture in Western world drifts apart from the natural law and Christian faith, the more salt stands out. I'm reminded by a theologian who said, a Christian never lives without persecution. Either he is persecuted or he suffers with the fate of those who are persecuted. But what does Christ Jesus say to you today? Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. To be his salt on the earth means that Christ Jesus purifies you. He is loyal to you when you shy away. He is not ashamed to call you his friend. And he remains faithful to you in the new covenant of his blood. Because he was trampled and thrown to death so that you would be saved. So whether you have t-shirt, the salt of the earth or not, the only thing matters today, you belong to Christ. You are a child of God, and the Holy Spirit will lead you as the salt through this world to the life everlasting. Amen.